Welcome to the Mosaic Church Podcast, where we share with you the message of hope and love that lies at the core of the Christian faith. Our weekly sermons delve into the teachings of the Bible and how they can impact our daily lives, inspiring us to journey together towards a deeper understanding of God's infinite love. Join our community of believers as we embrace the power of faith and embark on a transformative spiritual journey. Mosaic Church in Mableton, Georgia exists to lead people to an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ to help them change the world. Now, please enjoy this message from Pastor Broderick Santiago, lead pastor of Mosaic Church. What if your blessings did come in raindrops? Would that be enough for you? What if your only blessing today was your ability just to see the sun rise? Would you still say that's a blessing? What if, what if, what if your blessing was just the fact that you woke up, went to your closet, looked at your wardrobe, spent 30 minutes deciding on what would look good on you today, if that was all your blessing meant, would that be enough? Today is one of those simple messages I think that all of us will be able to understand, even the little ones, and today's message is entitled, Count Your Blessings. And here we are at the end of the year. We're, we're all full from Thanksgiving. We've spent time with family. Some of us may even be in town right now visiting family. We've had a wonderful time. Some of us have gotten up early in the morning to participate in Black Friday and and Small Business Saturday, and we're ready and we're ramped up and we're pumped up and ready to take advantage of Cyber Monday. Some of us are just so in, in, in a great place, but there are many who are not. And so what I want you to do today is count your blessings. You know, this is the time of the year where many of us, if you, if you set goals for yourself, and my family and I, we do, uh, as a matter of fact, within the next week, we'll all sit down as a family and write out our goals individually, and then we'll write out also our goals as a family, that things that we want to achieve and accomplish in 2015. And many of us, if you're, if you're like my family or like me, you write your goals down, and it's right around this time that you begin to look at your goals that you set and say, how far did I come to reaching them? How much more year do I have left to reach my goal? And in many cases, if you're like me, I kind of get a little sad because I, you know, there's not enough year left to really accomplish what I set out to accomplish. And many of you can relate. kids what they want and the kids they're they're excited because i know my kids we get the the sunday paper or just any advertisement and they all fighting over the toys or rest section of the of the paper because they want to pick out what santa is going to bring them yeah that's true count your blessings i, I, I want to share something with you there's a guy the fictional character a guy by the name of uh crusoe 
and uh, Robinson Caruso. And, and there's a story of Robinson Caruso. He, he, you know, he, was, he was stranded. He was alone. He was deserted on an island. And on one side, he, wrote, he began to write this list to count his blessings. He's alone. He's deserted on this island. And he decided to write a list and count his blessings. Although he was alone, he said, I'm going to write down on one side this, uh, my problems. And on the other side, I'm going to write down the blessing. And this is what he said. On one side of the, of the sheet, he wrote, on one side... He listed his problems, and on one side, he listed the other things. This is what he said. On one side, he wrote, I do not have any clothes. And on the other side, he wrote, but it's warm, and I don't really need any. On the other side, the side where problems were, he wrote, all of the provisions were lost, meaning all of my supplies, all of my equipment, all of the things I need to survive are lost. But then on the blessing side, he wrote, but there's plenty of fresh fruit and water on the island. And then on, on the side of problems, he, he wrote in this fashion, he says, he, he wrote this, he says, but there's plenty of fresh fruit. He wrote, he said, uh, he discovered for that every negative aspect about every situation, there was a positive aspect, something to be thankful for. It is easy to find ourselves on an island of despair. You know, one of the models at my house is we never look at this glass or this bottle as half empty. It's always half full. There's more opportunity to fill it up. We try to be optimistic in our household. We always try to find the positive. And here's what I want to tell you. As long as you're on this side of heaven, as long as you're here on this side of heaven and you're, you're here on this earth, you're going to have challenges. You're going to face difficulty. Even you little ones, when you go to school and you take a test and you may not do your very best on that test, it's not the only test you're going to take. Do better on the next one. We have to begin to look at the opportunities and the blessings that God gave us. What if your blessings did come in raindrops? Would that not be enough for the raindrops plenish this earth? They fertilize the soil. They fertilize the greenery. They give oxygen to the, they give life to the trees, which gives oxygen to us. Is that not a blessing in itself? Is that not a blessing in itself? Oftentimes, it's much easier for us to beef about the burdens than it is easier for us to brag about the blessings. That's not anybody in this room, but often it's really easy for us to be, man, this is not going so well. It's really easy, uh, especially, you know, I even think about my kids. It's really easy for them to complain about what they don't have rather than celebrate what they do have. It's easy to say, man, I, want, I would much rather have the Pokemon brand new one that everybody else got instead of celebrating the Pokemon that you already have. And my boys are pointing at each other. It, it's real easy to say, man, I would love that five-bedroom, four-and-a-half-bath house that's currently on sale. It's, it's a good deal. Instead of celebrating the three, three-and-a-half-bedroom house that you already have with a finished basement. It's, it's real easy to say, man, I can't stand this car. I got to sit in it for it to warm up. It just don't, the heat don't come on automatically like the 2015s do. Then to look at the, the fact that you have a car and you can get to and fro. 
It's real easy to do that. It's real easy to, to just be succumbed by the burdens and pressures of our lives and forget to just be blessed and thank God for what he's done. That video I showed you earlier about God's pie, that's relevant for all of us because when we don't take the time and pause and say thank you, we're not counting our blessings. And, in, and, and oftentimes when we do that, we're, it's just like that guy. We're eating the pie that God gave us. I say this often to our regular attenders and members of this church, and if you're new, you might enjoy this. Wherever you are today, you prayed to be there, so don't complain. Wherever you find yourself in life today, I guarantee at some point you prayed. You prayed for the house you're in. You prayed for the job you're in. You prayed for the spouse you have. Amen, somebody. You prayed for the children you have. You prayed for your neighbor. You prayed for all of these things. This is not the time to complain. It's time to remember that you asked for this stuff and God gave it to you. Count your blessings. I want to share some interesting news for you all. And children, you might enjoy this too. Statistics tell us that if you have food in your refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof over your head, and a place to sleep, You are richer than 75% of the entire world. Did y'all know that, kids? Yeah, y'all guys are rich. If you have money in the bank, it didn't say how much. If you just have money, $2 is enough. If you have money in the bank, you have spare money, you have money in your wallet, spare change in the dish in your car, you are among the top 8% in the entire world. My goodness, I know I'm balling because I got a whole bunch of spare change in my car. I'm wealthy. I'm telling you, I might leave an inheritance. If you get this on your computer, if if I was able to send what I'm sharing with you right now on a computer, your phone included, and you were able to read these exact words that I'm sharing with you right now today, you are among the top 1% of the wealthiest people in the world. Anybody in here, kids don't, and not included, anybody in here don't have a cell phone? Right. We all have some sort of of mobile device. We have some sort of communication. Guess what? You're in the top 1% of the world's wealthiest people. Count your blessings. I know it, it may not be exactly where you want it. Anybody in here, their life is perfect right now? Hmm. Nobody in here, your life is exactly how you planned it would be. Mm -mm, No, no, no. Anybody in here got the exact amount of money that they thought they would have at this age in their life? No, no, no. So, 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 so if we know that our lives aren't perfect, right? And, and if we know that this thing called perfection does not really exist on this side of heaven, why do we stress ourselves about, out about reaching perfection? We'll never achieve it. Why, why do some of us get up early in the morning to, to fight to be in line on Black Friday to buy something that's going to be a fad two months later? I know y'all didn't do that. I'm just saying. Why is it a big deal to have the latest gadget and iPhone when we cannot feel this thing called perfection? We cannot reach perfection. But we want the latest and greatest stuff. We want the biggest house. We want the the latest Pokemon and the latest game system. We want to live in the best neighborhood. We want our kids to go to the best schools. But that still will not give you the P word that you're searching for. 
And so today my goal is to get you to a place where we're not focusing on earthly and worldly things for this thing called perfection, but we can only find this so-called thing called perfection in one thing and one thing only, and that is in the name of Jesus Christ. So if we begin to change our focus from worldly things, if we begin to change our focus from Pokemon and and Xbox and and PS12s and whatever else is out there and begin to change our focus from Harvard and and all of these things and Princeton and begin to change our focus from the best neighborhood I can live in and begin to change our focus from, from, from being the best at the top of the corporation and begin to focus on God, I think then and only then will you find this happy happiness and so-called perfection that you seek. If we look at in the word, there's a Greek word uh, 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 that, that, that defines the word blessing in the Old Testament. It's an Old Testament Greek, uh, sorry, Hebrew word. I said Greek, I meant Hebrew. Old Testament Hebrew word that defines the word blessing. And that word is Barak. Seriously, our president, I'm just playing. Barak is the word. It's a Hebrew word. And that word translated blessing means happy. We all are looking for happy. Am I right about it? We all are looking for happy. We're looking for this thing. Well, happy is associated with peace in our lives. And I think even the little ones can agree that we're looking for happy. But you won't find it in stuff. You know, if, 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 you, if you have any of those things I said, you should certainly be able to count your blessings. Can I be honest with you all? And you all can agree, even the kids. Don't we all want more? I'm the first one to raise my hand. I want more? Heck yeah, I want some more money in my bank account. Hey, yeah, listen, I ain't mad at you. This ain't one of them messages where I'm going to bash you because we're going to be honest. We're going to talk. We're going to tell the truth, right? Man, I mean, seriously, I look at Instagram and I see some guys with some real nice uh, Oxfords and stuff. I'm like, man, them Oxfords would look good on me, right? I look at I look at my brother James working. I says, man, just give me two of them muscles and I'll be satisfied. <laughs> you know, I got to pick on you, man. You know, yeah, we want, we want, we all want more, right? I look at somebody in the Caribbean and I say, man, I'd rather be there because it's cold here. We all want more. And I'm not going to even talk about church and all of my friends who started churches. And I look and they got like a thousand baptisms last year. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, how do you do that? That's good. God's going to bless you. You blessed. You happy. I look at these things and I can't help. We all are human, right? We can't help that. But all we can do is be the best where we are right now. All we can do is be the best who we are, where we are right now. Here's what I want to tell you. We have to be content. We have to be content. Now, now I want to clear something up. This word content is tricky because a lot of times when you tell somebody, you know what, you just need to count your blessings and be content with what God gave you. The first thing our mind tells us is that, oh, so I should just settle. And I just want to clear this up. Contentment is not settling. Contentment is not settling. Contentment is appreciating what you have. Contentment is saying, you know what? God has blessed me. I'm here in this place that I'm at right now because God has blessed me. But I know that this is not the end of my road and God wants more. So let me figure out what God wants more, not what I want more of. What does God want more 
from me, not what do I want more from him. See, a lot of times we look at God like a, a genie. If I rub God the right way, I'll get this. God, God, I, I want a bigger house. Your wish is granted. God, 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 I want, I want, I want a man with good credit, a job, all his teeth. Huh? What? Your wish is granted. But then here's what happens. That house has a debt attached to it called mortgage. Okay? Has taxes, has utilities, has upkeep and maintenance. Oh God, why'd you give me this house? Oh my God, I just I, it's too much for me. Okay, now let's talk about the man. Oh, he was perfect. He looked good coming, you know, when you were coming down the aisle, he was standing there, shoulders all broad. And, ooh. All that you dreamt of. But he lazy. Brother ain't picked up a dish beside the one that he picked up to eat his, feed himself. Oh, God bless me with some, some, some very intelligent kids, but they have social skills. They lack social skills. They're so intelligent, but they don't, don't put them in front of others. We, 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 we pray for all these things, and God gives them to us, but we always find the negative and not the positive. Sure, your house ain't everything you dreamt it was, but it's your house. You got a roof over your head. You could turn the heat on. Some of y'all, when y'all got in the shower this morning, before you got in, you left the water running about 20 minutes to get it just right. I bet you if I go to somebody's house right now, they left their TV on, wasting electricity. When last night somebody had a candle, somebody slept in a tent. Uh, some, some of y'all stood in the refrigerator wasting energy just looking like, man, what am I going to have today for breakfast? Bacon, eggs, sausage. Now, you know what? All of it because I can do that. You are blessed. Count your blessings. But, but where I want to go, I'm getting off track. Your blessings aren't just in the material things that God has blessed you with. Our real blessings aren't spiritual. Here, here, John 1, 16, 17 says this. From his abundance, we have all received one gracious blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love, there's the blessing right there, God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. You know what the greatest blessing is? It's not your stuff. It's not even the people in your life. It's what Jesus did for us. Why is that a blessing? Because here's why. It says here, Moses brought the law, but Jesus gave us grace. Let me tell you something, young people. There was a time when lying meant your tongue was cut out. That's, that's not a joke. That's for real. If you told a fib to your mommy or daddy, they could take you to the town center and say, hey, my child lied to me. And they say, stick your tongue out. Yeah, but now because of Jesus, we just put you in time out. Look at that. That's grace. That's time out. You got to be quiet. I'm going to steal it from you, but I can't cut it out. Time out. Punishment. No video game. Time out. There was a time when, when if you stole something, even if it was by accident, because some of my, I mean, listen, me and my kids, we go to the store and they grab stuff and they plan with all of a sudden we walk out the door and didn't realize we took it. So we go back in and pay for it. 
But y- y'all got kids that do that too, right? But there was a time that even if you did that by accident, that meant you would lose that limb. They would say, which hand did you steal that cookie with? This one. Okay, put it up there. And you think you can get this? No, they go, shop. They call you nubby. They chop your hand off. But now, if that happens, we just have a moment and say, you know what? Listen, what I say when we came to the store, you don't want nothing, you don't need nothing, don't touch nothing. Come on, am I the only one to tell my kids that? And we just have that talk. There was a time where sin meant death. Adults, there was a time where if you sin, you offended someone, you did something wrong that was really bad, it could mean anything from stoning to beheading. There was a time where these things were really happening. I want to share something else with you. There's a time right now where these things are happening, where Christians in this world are being persecuted because they cannot worship God, they cannot worship Jesus publicly. If you're sitting in this room today, say amen. Because somebody in this place right now, somebody in this world that would love to be in your seat, but they're hiding in order to study the gospel. They're hiding in order to say, Jesus is my Savior. Because if they say that publicly, it literally means death. Today, right now, in this world. But we don't have that problem here. This is why we have to count our blessings. We can worship wherever we want. Now, they're trying very hard to get prayer out of the schools. But do y'all know it's not that easy? Because of you all and what you're doing with your children, your children are already praying. They don't need to do it over the loudspeaker. Your children, my children pray every morning, every morning before, before we go to school. And when we get on the campus, they're praying. They're praying for their friends. They're praying for their teachers. They're praying for the principals. They're praying for the community. I don't care what they take out of the school. They can never take out prayer because prayer is in our children already. You could just take it off the loudspeaker, but you ain't going to never take it out of the school as long as our kids are praying. Count your blessings. Let me share another scripture. Ephesians 1, 3 through 8 says this. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. Because we are united with Christ, everything that we need in the Spirit is already given through Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Before he put up the first tree, he made us. He had us in mind. He loved us. Before he put grass on the ground, he loved us. Before he made your mamas and daddies, God loved us. He had us in mind for his great plan. God decided in advance to adopt us into his family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. Now, let me tell you something. My family and I, we take great pride in who we are. I mean, honestly, everything we do, I would say, does a Santiago do that? And then every time they do something well, I say, man, that's, that's how the Santiago's do it. We, we Santiago's. We, that's how we get down. We are Santiago's. And some of y'all got that same thing with your last name. There's, there's a heritage in that. But do you know being ad- adopted into God's family supersedes any name that's associated with who you are? 
at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, I'm proud to be a Santiago, but I'm much more proud to be an adopted son of Jesus Christ himself. I'm, I'm way more excited to be a part of that because that has way more weight than Santiago's. Because I think if you shake my family tree somewhere a little bit, there's some Santiago's that I don't want to claim. And you don't have to shake it that hard. You could just walk by it with a nice wind and something's like, no, that's, they're the other side of the Santiago's. Y'all got some of them, the other side of your family. We all have them, but we have to count our blessings. Here, here's what I want you to do. Consider the sources of your blessings, and we're going to wrap it up here because I want to see these babies do their thing again. All right, we're going to wrap it up here. Consider the source of your blessings. First thing I want to share with you is that blessings come through a relationship. Blessings come through a relationship. Now, let me fix that, little ones. The relationship is not with your best friend. It's not with your crew that's here today. It's not with your family. The relationship is with God. Your blessings come through an authentic and pure, intentional relationship with God. What do I mean when I say intentional? I mean that you are intentionally giving God praise for all that he's done for you. You're praising him for your moms and your dads. You're praising him for the school that you're in. You're praising him for the clothes on your back. You're praising him for the Pokemon and all the other games and the, and the American dolls. And Lord knows those things are not cheap. But you're praising God for that because mama and daddy were able to bless you with that. Blessings come from relationship. Now, how do we have relationships in this life? Huh? We can, I, don't call, I know a lot of us have Facebook friends, but are they really friends? No. Real relationship happens in communication. It happens in the time we spend together. It happens in, in, in our one-on-one time. He loves when we come to him in prayer with our hands up in praise. He loves it when we just pause and say, you know what, God? I don't really have anything to say, but can I just say thank you? Amen. God loves that. He's like, wow, they love me. They appreciate me. They really notice that I'm, I love them and that I care for them and that I'm taking care of them. Yeah, they get it. God loves that. And that's how relationships are, speaking with God, spending time with him. And you spend time with God understanding who he is. And how can you understand who God is? Read your Bible. Understand what he does for people that he loves. Understand why he did what he did and, 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 and that it's still relevant today, that it still applies to even you. Here's the second thing I want you to consider about blessings. Blessings are abundant. That word abundant is interesting, isn't it? Abundant means it's, 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 it's without measure. There's no end cap on it. It never, ever gets full. It never, ever runs out. It's abundant. They don't stop. Blessings keep coming. Blessings are abundant. Our God does not skimp. He, he, he gives exceedingly abundantly above all that we can think and ask. I love the scripture that says that he's going to pour out a blessing so big that you won't have room enough to receive it. Some of us have received that type of blessing time and time again. He's poured out blessings so big in our lives we didn't know what to do with them. They were so bold and so big and, and so wonderful and just, just so radical. We didn't even know what to do with it. Here's the third thing I want you to consider about blessings. Blessings are spiritual in nature. In nature. 
Blessings are spiritual in nature. Even the material blessings that God gives us ultimately are designed to bless us spiritually more than they are physically. Everything he gives us from the house to the food to the clothes to the Pokemon to the American girl to all of that stuff, all of those material blessings that God gives us, they're designed really to bless us spiritually, not physically. Sure, we can celebrate the physical, but do understand that eventually it withers, it fades, it goes away. But the spiritual blessing that God imparts on you on the inside is eternal. Isn't that good news? That's great news that, that the spiritual blessings that he gives us, are, are they never leave us. He doesn't take them back if we do something wrong. They're with us for eternity. And here's a final thing I want to share with you. Blessings are found in Christ alone. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know y'all thought that, that the Georgia State Lottery was a, a form of blessing. No, that hasn't worked yet. Okay, I, I know that y'all thought that that that, you know, being able to hang out with your crew uh, every other weekend, that that's where your blessing is. No. And, and, and I know some of y'all are disappointed because you thought that when God elevated you to the next level or that promotion at your job, you would feel so good and everything would be perfect. And and, and, and no, it's 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 not there. Your blessings are in Christ and in Christ alone. And, and, and I know some of y'all may leave here today disappointed because, man, I thought pastor was going to give me a word that, I, that would bless my life. Nope, because I am not Christ. I am pastor. I'm just the minister of his word. The blessings that you seek are found in Christ and in Christ alone. Amen? Amen? Listen, I want to do something really quick just to show. Thank you for joining us today. Our prayer is that Pastor B said something that moves you closer to Jesus. If you enjoyed listening to our podcast, we would like to invite you to follow us on social media at Mosaic Mableton and visit us on our website at wearemosaicchurch.org. You can learn more information about our church, ways to support our ministry through financial donations, stay updated on upcoming events, and find resources to support your spiritual journey. We would be delighted to welcome you in person on Sunday mornings to worship and connect with others. Our doors are always open to those seeking a place to grow and explore their faith. Thanks for tuning in and may God bless you on your spiritual journey.